0: Hey Sam. Are you ready for today? I'm well. <laughs> Grant woke me up at four, so I don't know that my brain is like 100% on, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that it's a QA. Okay. So it's like, you know, the it's knowledge a is bit in easier. there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The knowledge is in there. Stuck at the office or a traffic jam. it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show, you know, a pro- Okay, cool. So today, because season four, the season ender kind of snuck up on us. It was abrupt. Yeah, we realized after we posted, we were like, oh, that's the end of season four. And usually if you guys are new to the podcast, usually what we do at the end of a season is we'll do a Q&A. And so we'll ask our followers if they have any questions for us and then we answer them. Um, but we didn't do that this time yeah because it snuck up on us and but we didn't mean to neglect you no 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 which is why we're doing the Q&A season opener this time here we go this is not the end that's what I'm going to title this episode (laughs) (laughs) this is not the end are you crying yeah but I think it's my foundation slash lack of sleep not like emotion all right good at this point good 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 the emotion of tired. (laughs) so anyway I asked on my Instagram if you guys had any questions for us so I feel like let's just like dive in yeah go hard okay I will say as well I've been reading through these and there's multiples of a lot of questions that we have answered in the past I think we should just answer them again because if there's so many people asking these questions the, yeah. You know, obviously they haven't seen that episode. So if there are a couple questions you guys have already heard, hopefully we bring one new piece of information into yeah. it. For we'll try you. and be like really crafty with our responses. They're so, it's so not redundant. Yeah, there's so many people asking how we met. <laughs> We've talked about it so many times, but it never gets old for me. Let's start with that one then. How did we meet? Uh, we met in grade ten social studies class. Yeah, that was the day. Sam and I got paired up for like a like fate reason. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mr. (laughs) McFarland. He sealed our fate. Um, It was a... This is your fault, Mr. McFarland. I looked him up on Facebook the other day because I was like going down memory lane, like being so like, now I'm going to (laughs) cry. Being like so grateful that we're friends. And I was like, I wonder what he's up to. (laughs) I was spending time being grateful about our friendship. I do that often. (laughs) It's more of like like a... Time consuming thing for me. Like, I think you're like more of a linear person. I like sit there and just like <laughs> cry for like 15 minutes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, he's private on Facebook. So I if anybody okay, was wondering. But um, yeah, so we got paired up for this partner exercise to like introduce yourself. And uh, social studies was linear. So, like, all year with drama. And we were also in the same drama class. And that's actually when we became real tight real tight yeah i think the first time we hung out we played monopoly at my house we did and then we took pictures at a middle school Mm -hmm. it was actually um very indicative of like what our friendship would become eventually anyways no kidding is indicative the right word yeah okay perfect i think so anyway great Mm, this brain it's not (laughs) it's not on fire today um but that's so interesting because we do we play board
1: board games games and we take pictures all the time and we
0: take pictures wow how full circle! Yeah, it really How is. nice. <laughs> uh, and then the second time we hung out, so this was back when like emailing was still a thing, like <laughs> MSN. <laughs> yeah, talking to boys over MSN was like my greatest like. I loved it. And listening. I had a, a microphone and a webcam. Oh, you wild bitch! Yeah, so I was able to like microphone and webcam my my boyfriends. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go on um, I would go on cam, but I wouldn't go on microphone. Yeah, no, I could go on. on I'm not gonna go all the way. I'm not that type of girl. <laughs> yeah. I would do like such weird shit on there too. Like not, I, I was, I was a kid. Okay. But I would like run. I still do this kind of shit, but I would like run from off camera and like make like funny faces and then run back off. Camera. <laughs> and I would like jump. There was like at Were one point. boyfriends plural or? Well, <laughs> Your girl wanted options. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I did have a boyfriend, like, from very young. Like, I always had boyfriends. Like, we didn't hang out outside of school or anything like that or, like, kiss. But we would, like... (laughs) kiss. (laughs) (laughs) But we would, like, talk and we were, like, dating and whatever. Yeah. I think we actually even said, I love you, which is, like... Oh, wow. Obviously not. (laughs) I had a boyfriend when I was three. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The fence thing, right? His name was Kiefer. He was my neighbor. Um my first love (laughs) and uh and then not again until 10th grade because i was a smart woman i was like let's keep the boys out of this for as long as possible yeah that was your first boyfriend Yeah, well like yeah first real boyfriend oh my goodness Mm -hmm. yeah no i dated like yeah i've never really been a single woman it's like a very small opportunity. yeah. You have like, a small window yeah. to strike yeah. when <laughs> Alyssa's single. Yeah, no kidding. I like how I said opportunity too. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm a treasure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, the second time we hung out, um, Sam had emailed me and then I think she called me and I spilled root beer on my bed or something like that. I remember there being something about root beer. Very specific, the I think The fact that you call any of this. <laughs> and then the third time we hung out and the fourth time we hung out. Well, the third time we hung out. I'll tell you it was at your house in Shannon Lake yeah and uh our friend Ashley was there and we were all like sitting on the carpet just like chatting and um (laughs) now I'm remembering something I'm not gonna say but I embarrassed myself and then (laughs) and then your dog ate my leftovers because I had just come from work um and I left them like on the edge of the counter by accident and then she ate the leftovers and I slept over and then in the morning you guys dressed me like you there you go. And then we walked all the way to your deli and I was in jeans. Like what? I what? From my house to our deli? Yes. Wow, that's a long walk. It was. And I was in your guys' clothes and I <laughs> I always wore like lululemon stretchy pants not like a lot of range of movement right? Uh, her jeans you guys i swear to god they were like the tightest most rigid low-rise bitches yeah and i was like so uncomfortable and i was in like a, a sloped american apparel hoodie oh. as well yeah, yeah. and so it would like ride up and then i'm like trying to pull up my pants and i'm like <gasps> some of the shit that i wore in high school man it's funny because like i don't like show off my box. I, sometimes I get naked on Instagram, but I don't, like, show off my body with, like, my clothing that no. often anymore. But, like, I used to wear, like, the lowest fucking cut tops. This is all relative to how we met. <laughs> I used to wear, like, the lowest cut tops. And then I was wearing um, those underwear the other day that I thought were shorts that I used to wear in high school. <laughs> you did, yeah. I can't remember who it was that was, like, some chick in, like, the um, multipurpose room, like, said some, like, snide remark to me about my, like, shorts being too short. Yeah. And I was like, Whatever, bitch. But turns out, they, underwear. Well, weren't they dance shorts actually? I was using them as dance shorts, yeah. But they were underwear. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. But I it's used, kind of like is clothing not like a little bit of a construct? Like like is it not just you can determine what it's for? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I think you can wear whatever you want. But for myself, I was like very much so hmm unbroken at that point i don't know i was very like in my white picket fence like situation like i borrowed a sweater from sam once and i wore a tank top underneath it because it was like so loco Uh, (laughs) so i wore like a tank top yeah (laughs) yeah, to like cover my non-cleavage because i had even less boobs than i have today somehow somehow it's possible i'm remembering that um actually when i went on this one pr trip i had like this i had found this black bathing suit top in, like, a sales section of Urban Outfitters, but I, w- like, was searching and searching and searching, searching for, like, black bottoms, and I couldn't find any. Um, so then I was like, I'm just going to fucking wear a thong. And I wore a thong, a black thong, with that, like, <laughs> bathing suit top on a brand trip. Did that they was... say anything? No, of course not. You're like, hell no, I'm an influencer. Yeah. That's <laughs> part of the job, you know? I love that, though. <laughs> yeah, you've always been, like, very, I'm going to do me. And yeah. I like that. Thank you. I respect it. Thanks. Um, OK. So and, and so that didn't have anything to do, actually, at all. I just wanted, like, to keep you engaged. Yeah. <laughs> is there a story slash situation you feel perfectly defines your friendship? I feel like that's a hard one. I don't actually think I have, like, hmm. Anything that defines my relationship. OK. This is what I would say. And okay. I'm pretty sure I've told this on this podcast before. Um, but Alyssa and I used to have, like, big falling outs. Like, when we would fall out, we would fall out fucking hard. (laughs) Um, and so after high school, um, we had a falling out, and we hadn't spoken in, like, months and months and months. Um, and I was dating this guy, um, he broke up with me, and you had like heard through the grapevine basically and you called me like so late at night just to like literally check in and be like hey how's it going which like keep in mind we haven't like spoken in months and to me like that's really um like a good representation of our friendship because like you're really the only person that does that Mm. you know like I have other people that we had falling outs and then we like became friends again kind of thing but they weren't there for me at all even if they knew what was going on or they had heard or whatever kind of thing they like wouldn't ever reach out to me or whatever like during the fight yeah yeah which like we just went back to not talking after that i'm pretty sure yeah we did (laughs) we did i don't even remember why we reunited either like i don't know what the end of that fight was i don't really remember either yeah i wonder if i visited you in Kelowna. must have been i kind of recall Because I think I visited you in the place that you lived with Dana. Does that seem like that Mm. lines up? Yeah, I think that was like months later, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's probably true. I don't Mm -hmm. know, maybe I softened. the. That was like an olive branch. It wasn't (laughs) meant to be an olive branch, but it was. (laughs) Um, Mine's like a lot more recent. If I had to like pick something off the top of my head. um, Because Sam is like, she cares so much about people's like well-being I would say um when I came for a bar meeting this was two years ago now it's crazy have I lived here for two years yeah oh my god this has been listen this has been going swimmingly (laughs) I was just (laughs) gonna say suck it Dawn (laughs) I was thinking about that the other day I'm like to be honest like that went far better than I would have anticipated like not that I was like anticipating the absolute worst but I was like it'll probably be like difficult at times yeah some fights here and there but it's been really no Pretty gash. It's been great, yeah. yeah. Uh, so two years ago, um, I came for a bar meeting, but also for one of my friend's funerals, and uh, we were in the car. And Sam doesn't really like to mince words, uh, so, <laughs> so she basically just was like, "I'm really scared for you. <laughs> like, I'm really worried for you, uh, because like my mental health was like declining, and I was like really." I thought that I was putting on like a good face, but like obviously (laughs) I wasn't or um, she could just see through it. And so we talked basically like the whole ride from where we were coming from, which was like an hour, I would say, um, just about it. And she ultimately convinced me to move here um, (laughs) into her house and then also quit my job and follow my dreams. So (laughs) I would say that whole situation is like very uh, Sam-esque. To be honest, so I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about cults. And like when I listen to it, I'm like, I just don't know how people get into cults, man. Like, I don't know how they like do it. And then even hearing you talk about that, I'm like, to be honest, like, could I could I pull some people into a commune? Probably. <laughs> yeah, you can convince people of like, some things. I couldn't be on the other end. I don't think. No, <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, I think you could convince me of something for sure. All right. I don't know what I like. I have, I have this, my own brain, but. I don't know. You're pretty convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Okay, I'm going to read this one, but I'm going to say mine first so that you like understand why I'm like asking this question. Okay. If you could change one thing about the other, what would you change? How dare you. Right? <laughs> this is what I would change. I wish that you saw yourself the way that other people see you more often. Oh, Alyssa, and Cole I, Anderson. I I said that one time um, when Sam was like going through a particularly hard time, and I was just thinking about like how I view Sam and like how other people had spoken to me about Sam, and it's always just like all of the qualities that I've always said about you, which is like you're so empathetic and you're so driven and you're so like smart and kind and all of these things, and I'm like, I just wish I could like climb into your brain and <laughs> shove these thoughts in there instead. <laughs> so that's i think that's what i would change about you i would say like basically the same about (laughs) you (laughs) but i think that like because that's just the thing right like we're obviously always like our worst critic and we think that like other people must not like think highly about us or we just don't think highly about ourselves or whatever Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah i would say the same about you um and i think that like you're like i think that you're like a confident person in a lot of ways um But, but also not. But yeah, I mean, like, we all have, like, our things, right? And I feel, like, exactly the same because, like, I just wish, like, and, like, also, like, seeing how um, capable you are, I'm, like, I just, I can only imagine, like, if you had, like, 100% confidence, like, what would take place in this universe? (laughs) There's not enough room for that, you know? (laughs) That's very sweet. Thank you. Yeah. See what I did there? You tried to catch us, and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> We're unbreakable. Uh, uh. Um. Oh, okay. Sam, please give us a quick update on the menstrual cup situation. Just brought salt. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, I was boiling up my cups the other day to sanitize them. Um. Mine. <laughs> yeah, the salt soft cup is still my favorite menstrual cup, guys. And I just think they're a great company. They, like, do a lot of outreach and stuff like that and, like, um, like charity work, like, giving away cups in, like, different areas and stuff, which is, like, so great because, like, really you have to buy one cup and then you can use it for, like, up to 10 years. So it's, like, low waste, which is fantastic because, like, obviously, like, our menstrual cycles create, like, an exorbitant amount of waste um, traditionally. So it's, like, low waste. It's just so good for the environment and like in areas that are underdeveloped especially where people who like menstruate might not have um you know access to different like hygiene products like a cup is like such a fantastic solution so anyways yeah um i'm still so scared to use the one that you gave me it's brand new it's brand new (laughs) 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 we're not that close no no it's brand new i haven't like done the pre-boil yet but I'm still too scared. Like, I, I feel like I literally need you outside of the bathroom door, like, guiding me. I'll coach you. Like, telepathically. All right, Alyssa, sit down, <laughs> spread them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of, like, a weird thing. I was, like, super scared to use a tampon for the first time. Yeah, me too. My mom was like, do you want me to get you tampons too? And I was like, are you fucking crazy? Dude, I didn't wear tampons until, like... It was definitely after grade 10, because I remember being in dance wearing a pad, and I think that's when I decided I needed Talk to. Talk <laughs> man. When I did wear a tampon the first time, I was like, good lord. Yeah. Like, okay, so this is how people actually, like, go about their daily lives. Yeah. With a period. The thing about tampons, though, and my mom's, like, a very open person, so I think it was just, like, it had been so long since she did it for the first time, she didn't even think to tell me, but all of the fear was, like, putting it in. Mm. nobody told me how it would feel coming out. Especially when it's too dry. Well, and that's the thing is like, I don't, Mm. I think I took it out too soon. Well, no, I know I took it out too soon, but I think because like I was scared for some reason and I pulled it out and I was like, oh, Oh, it's the worst (laughs) feeling, dude. It's the worst feeling. Dude, it was so bad. And I was like, how could you not tell me? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Uh, yeah, that's my period was. I didn't get my period until grade 10. I got it in summer of grade eight going into gra- grade nine yeah and my boobs were like boom like it was like over fucking night dude it was bad yeah i'm waiting <laughs> maybe talk maybe once i get prego yeah. <laughs> which i'm not <laughs> thank you very much hate that hate that we always have to preface yeah. <laughs> anytime anytime i say like i want babies be like hey it. Mm. no i'm not pregnant um Someone said, this is just like a fun question, when you do errands together, who drives? Is there a better driver out of the two of you? Hmm. Okay, I will say that I feel like I used to be a really bad driver, but I feel like I've gotten better. I, I would agree with that. I she feel like would you've would gotten agree. better. She would agree. Um, but you drive. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. I, w- I would say like maybe 70 percent of the time i end up driving yeah i think the reason you drive more from from my perspective is because a you just have a nicer car um (laughs) so it's like nice to drive in a nice car um number two the sound system is better in your car and we really Mm, like to bump it, yeah yeah and number three your car's just closer to where we come out of the doors (laughs) it is all of seven steps closer (laughs) hey it's like one of the main reasons that like i go to your car is because it's like right there um but like i don't mind driving i like driving um i would say i'm a more cautious driver Mm oh (laughs) beyond (laughs) by far but i'm also not as confident therefore as good at driving downtown Mm, yeah, yeah 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 like downtown's Sam, hard Sam just like weaves in and out and I'm just like mwah, mwah. <laughs> yeah but like I learned to drive yeah downtown yeah so I feel like that was actually really beneficial for me because now actually like because we've lived in the suburbs for a while when I go downtown I'm like ooh, like it, it was weird going back down for the first time yeah I was like, these aren't even fucking lanes. This is like a little straw pathway. like yes. it was like the smallest little like you've no room for error yes. <laughs> basically at all. I hate that. I hate it so much. I really yeah. like uh, yeah, but also um, my the medication that I'm on makes me nauseous really easily. So oh, yeah, 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 I get car sick super easy as well. I totally forgot about that. That is actually why I stopped offering to drive <laughs> back then because you would get sick and then yeah. you'd be like, do you mind if I drive? Okay. Yeah, that makes me feel better. Because sometimes I'm like, man, we always use your fucking gas. Yeah, but I also have a gas card. Mm, that's true. Yeah, that's nice. Oh! What? If you, <laughs> This just like automatically made me angry. If your man was deleting texts from a female, how would that make you feel? Well, but how do you know that he's deleting texts from a female because you don't look at the text. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't look at my partner's phone. Um, I'm actually really... For the record, especially if you're listening, Matt, I don't look at your phone either. <laughs> the one time I did, I was with you. There you go. I was literally like sitting closer than this to him. <laughs> um, yeah, I find... I think that privacy is really important. I know a lot of people feel like if there's nothing to hide, you should be able to go on your partner's phone. For me, my reasoning is because... I like to think that people can confide in me. Hmm. And so people often do confide in me. Um, and so I'll have those texts and stuff like that on my phone. And it's not that I'm trying to hide something bad from my partner, but that person confided in me, not my partner. Yeah. So that's why I, I view phones as really private, because for that reason, for sure. Like, what if my partner had the same feeling? You know what I mean? And also, I think that it's important to be able to express yourself in the, in the heat of the moment sometimes to somebody you trust. Like yeah. for me, it would be like you. And for other people, it might be their mom or whatever. And I think that it's important that you have that safe space to say things that maybe like you wouldn't say it the exact same way to your partner. You it's know not intended mean? for your partner, yeah. Yeah. And I think. I think that that's just natural like I don't think that that's like super disrespectful no you know I think that it would be disrespectful if you brought that to me and then continued to feel that way <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. I mean so um, yeah I don't look at my partner's phone anyway but I guess if I was like sitting next to him and for some reason saw that he was like quickly deleting messages yeah I'd be like you dirty dog <laughs> yeah I don't know I really really trust my partner so I I don't think I would really think anything of it. But if he was already sus. Oh, I would definitely say something regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't go through Matt's phone either. And I, I don't like care to really like and I, I do trust Matt. Mm-hmm. But like if I saw him doing it, I'd be like, the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck was that? Yeah. I like this one because I like dreaming. Um, where's the first place <laughs> <laughs> you'll travel when the bands are lifted and it's safe? Hmm. Okay, wait. Where is the first place you'll actually travel, and where is the first place you would want to travel if like time and money weren't an object? The first place I'll actually travel is probably LA. Mm. So for work, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not my option. Yeah. Um, but uh, <clears throat> the first place I'd want to travel, actually, you know what? I've had like a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a hankering to go to Italy. Italy? Mm-hmm. What the heck? I thought we were on Bali i'm open to go to bali too but now it's italy yeah i'd be kind of eat interested some spaghetti. yeah i want some pasta in my life always yeah, yeah. That, hmm. that's not something new that's no just been a constant <laughs> could you imagine the pasta i literally do like homemade pasta specifically yeah homemade noodles <laughs> nothing like it unreal yeah, yeah so good what about you where will i actually travel I don't know. The likelihood of you getting roped into going to LA is probably high. <sighs> okay, so LA. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be excited to go to LA with you. I like traveling with you wherever. Um, Aww. <clears throat> I know. Even though I didn't get to go to Minnesota. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, where would I go? Greece. I mean, I've said it so many times. I yeah. would go to Greece for sure. I actually had a dream that I went to Greece. There's an influence. Actually, a lot of influencers have been going to Greece. Yeah, because Greece is um, opened back up. And apparently, it feels like really, really safe there. Not that I'm like. Advocating. S- yeah, suggesting that you should be traveling. Because obviously, like airfare. And, or not airfare, sorry. But like airplanes and stuff like it's that. This is expensive. <laughs> no, and airports <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, I will be staying put. Um, but yeah, I know that there's lots of influencers that have been going there. But um, yeah, I would go to Greece. I want to go so bad. But I want to go when I can like really enjoy it and like spend the money, Yeah, you know, and like really eat the food and like really <laughs> fucking eat the food. You know? <laughs> and I want to stay somewhere that has like a pool in the suite and like is just. Oh, oh. yeah. 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 Like my own private. You villa. got some specifications. Yes, OK. I do. Fair <laughs> enough. Oh, my God. Your mom. <laughs> What'd you say? Mom. How would you save each other from a cult? just a moment to thank today's sponsor which is native deodorant native deodorant is filled with ingredients found in nature such as coconut oil for its antimicrobial properties shea butter for moisturizing and tapioca starch to absorb wetness formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc which can clog your sweat glands and keep you from sweating. They have their classic deodorant scents which include coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and citrus and herbal. It's vegan and never tested on animals and there's no risk to try. Native offers free shipping and 30-day returns and exchanges in the U.S. Native has also started releasing a monthly newsletter. Yeah, I saw in this month's newsletter that they're going plastic-free by 23 is the initiative. So plastic-free by 2023. Doesn't that work out lovely, that little yeah. that little catchphrase? Yeah. <laughs> so in the in the newsletter, it talks about the Native plastic-free deodorant, which is made from 100% paperboard and 0% plastic. Love it. I you, We love to see it. If you guys would like to try Native and get 20% off your first purchase, you can visit nativedeo.com slash approachable20 and use code... Approachable20 at checkout. You can go to NativeDeo.com slash Approachable20 and use code Approachable20 for 20% off your first order. Thank you so much, Native. Another huge thank you to today's other sponsor, which is HelloFresh. So I've been downstairs cooking (laughs) HelloFresh. You actually had your wisdom teeth taken out, so you weren't able to- It was a really rough go for me. Yeah, you weren't able to eat my delicious creations, which is unfortunate (laughs) because- Listen, I made the, I made the best taco salad with HelloFresh. I'm not even joking, you. I used um, I ordered vegetarian for you, and then it just the timing, the stars did not I align, know. and so I ended up eating vegetarian. And I was so shocked because I'm not somebody who, generally speaking, likes eating vegetarian. And I was so shocked how easy it was for me to eat these meals. The taco salad that I made was with Beyond Mm -hmm, mm meat oh dude it was so good it was so good i really like hello fresh because i i feel like i'm creative and inventive but like not overly you know like i'll get really inventive one day but then i'll make that dish for like (laughs) The, you don't got the time. The yeah, next <laughs> the rest of, of time. And so I like that with HelloFresh, I can, I can look online, see some recipes that I normally wouldn't make. I can order it. And then they give you the step-by-step instructions. So it's like, I'm also not worried about making that meal. You know what I mean? Because when you like try a recipe for the first time on your so own. So stressful. Yeah, you're like, is this going to taste good? Like, mm-hmm. Is my boyfriend going to leave me? You no, know I'm just <laughs> <laughs> But I, I really like that aspect. You're like, there's really like very small room for error here. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. Over 90% of ingredients are sourced directly from growers to ensure the freshest recipe is delivered to your door. Do you know what? I was actually wondering how they got such fresh vegetables. (laughs) Because I'm not joking. Where did you source these? My produce, like my produce picking skills are abhorrent. (laughs) Like I always bring home like the grossest peppers and like my onions are falling apart. (laughs) And I open the HelloFresh bag and I'm like, Okay. (laughs) This looks like it's from a farmer's market. Well, here's a fun fact for you. Hit me. The packaging HelloFresh uses to ship your food is almost entirely made from recyclable and or already recycled content. I love it. You know what too, actually, I've been hiking a lot this summer and the the ice packs that they pack the HelloFresh boxes with for like the meat or meat substitute ingredients, I put those back in the freezer and then I pack them in my bag for hiking. Oh, that's smart. Yes, I can bring a little lunch free i know yeah free ice (laughs) pack we also wanted to let you guys know because we thought this was really cool as well that HelloFresh donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in 2019 and this year they're stepping up food donations to local communities amid the coronavirus uh crisis we love to see it we do i really that's really awesome So if you guys want to try HelloFresh, go to hellofresh.com slash 80 Approachable and use code 80 Approachable to get a total of $80 off your first month, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit hellofresh.com for more details. That is hellofresh.com slash 80 Approachable and use code 80 Approachable to get a total of $80 off your first month. Thank you so much, HelloFresh. A final huge thank you to today's last sponsor, which is Skillshare. Skillshare, my <laughs> <laughs> Always coming in with a jingle. Yeah. On Skillshare's behalf. Yeah. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I'm listening. <laughs> I don't wanna be listening to myself saying this. Okay. Okay, but my boy Justin Bridges. Okay. He, he taught like the photography class that I took. Mm-hmm. He's now teaching Modern Money Habits five steps to build a life you want oh that is one that we need yeah that is a class we need I'm like upset about it I don't want to admit that like I'm coming to this adult stage in my life where Mm -hmm. I accept that like I've been poor with my money habits yeah and then Justin on the top class list was like listen (laughs) he called me out directly directly yeah (laughs) he said Samantha take this class no he didn't (laughs) But anyways, that's next on my, uh, that's next on my to, to learn list. So for those of you who don't know, because we haven't mentioned it yet, Skillshare is an online learning community. So you go to Skillshare.com, there's thousands and thousands of classes that you can take online at your own pace. Um, I really like to bring this up that you can like speed it up or (laughs) slow it down because that's so nice for me. Like sometimes things take me longer to learn. Sometimes I'm quick with it. You know, I like that option. If you guys would like to try Skillshare and explore your creativity, you can go to skillshare.com slash approachable and get two free months of a premium membership. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Go to skillshare.com slash approachable for two months of a free premium membership. Thanks so much, Skillshare. Alyssa had told me about this podcast that was about this cult called Nexium, and like one of the largest chapters was in Vancouver so I was like super engaged so me and my mom listened to this podcast together too um and uh and then we were all talking about it being like oh like what would you do if I was in a cult like how would you get me out and Alyssa was like okay I would um I would like book a trip with you and then when we got there I would like handcuff you in the bed to the bed and like lock you in the room and I would just make sure that we have like enough time where you know like I could like talk you out of it and like I could try to like um you know like bring things that are like sentimental to like get you to like remember the old time I was like oh (laughs) and then very (laughs) hands-on approach yeah and then Alyssa was like what would you do and I was like uh <laughs> hope you came out on the other side yeah I was like I would probably just like ho- like let you know that I'm there for you <laughs> like and you know whatever and then my mom was like okay so next time when Alyssa answers first <laughs> she's like maybe you can tailor your response <laughs> is that what she said yeah I need to be kidnapped but this is the thing is like okay so you're so l- let's just Here and now, clearly on the podcast, it's recorded. If you get into a cult, you need to be kidnapped. Okay, let me clarify. Okay. I need to be escorted by my best friend. Okay, Okay. I don't want to be kidnapped by just anybody. I need to be escorted by my best friend into a space where I'm secluded from other people. All right. Because this is the thing is like, we joke because the conversation (laughs) was like, just funny and how it worked. But I think the culture like can be very, very damaging. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's not actually something to take so lightly um it's just the conversation that we had ended up that way but i think that if i actually was so like manipulated into believing whatever it was Mm -hmm. that was going on (laughs) it wouldn't be like i'll wait for you on the other side i know myself it takes me a long time to get to the other side (laughs) okay it might be too late it's a long road (laughs) yeah but then i'll have kids that are then in the cult you know what i mean like I need drastic intervention. I need you to come and like it's it's today. Okay, beach. <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but dude, listening to that podcast, I'll we could plug the podcast. It's um, CBC Uncover. It's not a sponsor. <laughs> That'd be cool though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's the first season of CBC Uncover, and it's about Nexium. It was a fantastic podcast. It really was. Honestly, I really like those podcasts. I think oh. they do. Or those, yeah, those podcast they do like a fantastic job with with basically each season yeah there was one that I wasn't a fan of but I just like voices I, I gotta have like a good calming voice I tried to listen to this um one podcast I was looking up like podcasts about cults and I tried to listen to this one and me and my mom were both like Ugh. Yeah. like they were like ah! <laughs> like like the wars like everything about <laughs> like their voice was like so grating and like they laughed so loud into the mic so and, like, like our podcast exactly yeah um <laughs> it, their voices were just like <laughs> like, yeah. a very intense. Yeah. To be talking about, like, really somber things, you know? hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you... Actually, there's this podcast. Um, oh, I wish I remembered what it was. It was in response to somebody asking how they could fall asleep. And it's a podcast all of... This, this whole premise of the podcast is this person reads you a very uninteresting story. And then they read it again once the story's over at half speed. Oh, wow. And it's, like, I think it's called... A story about nothing or something like that I wish that I knew I'm sorry but anyway that if you type up that description it'll probably come up but I thought that was such a good idea I mean it's a great idea to help you fall asleep yeah okay this one's for me um, but I guess also you kind of um, Alyssa how do you deal with the social setting of you no longer drinking when all your friends are hmm. so I feel like it's different because like <laughs> COVID. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what social setting yeah no kidding actually the social setting of our patio (laughs) um yeah because you don't drink but you didn't ever really have like an an issue with drinking whereas I do feel like I had an issue with drinking so um it doesn't bother me now I stayed away from it 100% for I think it was two weeks I didn't go out I didn't go to dinners like I didn't do anything this was obviously a year ago when that was like a normal thing to do yeah um And then I just slowly reintroduced different settings. And and like I've said in other episodes and stuff like that, I had to learn how to do everything again sober and do it without alcohol. Even if I wasn't like inebriated, like intoxicated, I would still be drinking. And so I had to like learn how to go bowling and learn how to go to the movies all without ordering drinks. And it's if I guess if you have like an issue with alcohol, I should say, it's harder than you would think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I guess if you could just like put it down it wouldn't really be like a thing for you but for me it was so I basically just had to take it like one at a time and I really think now like the pool of things that I haven't done is like so small like I don't yeah. think there's really anything that I haven't done without alcohol now Um so it's definitely not an issue for me now I but again I'm like a very like I'm almost when people are like drinking and they're getting like excited and like chatty and loud I'm already like that yeah <laughs> so I think you're just that, coming on up to my level yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah even when I'm sober sometimes people think I'm drunk um so I think that I might have the upper hand there because it's not like I'm sitting there like socially anxious like unable to jump into the conversation um but that is how like I worked with it up till then was I just like avoided it until I knew I was strong enough to actually go out and say, I'm not going to drink. And then the first time wasn't so fun. Second time, more fun. Third time, having a blast. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Same. Never. It was, it was never really a thing. Um, but like, I, I think I've talked about this before as well. Like, it's actually, I've become more conscious of the fact that I'm not drinking. Because I felt like when I was like younger people would ask if I wanted a drink but for the most part when I was like no they were like okay mm-hmm. like you know they pretty much like left me alone like I, I don't feel like a ton of people like really really peer pressured me um, in high school and stuff but I feel like actually like in my career I've noticed that like at events like drinking is a big part of events for influencers mm-hmm. like people go and they, they drink a lot and, and when we are going on trips and stuff like that like brand trips which I don't go on often but I notice that I'm you know kind of the odd one out and like I'm going back to my room to relax and everyone else is going to go like party in someone else's room or whatever yeah um and so I've noticed that like it's not that I'm super uncomfortable because I'm not drinking but I'm just like yeah I probably would be like closer with people in my industry if I did drink and I probably wouldn't feel as like you know um ostracized and stuff like that um but being out in like social settings and having people drink around me doesn't bother me in the slightest yeah so yeah yeah unless they're being silly willy yeah i i definitely always kept it to like a one or two thing when i was around you just like i i think out of respect but not that she imposed do you know what i mean like it was like in my own head Mm. i was like she's not drinking i should only have one or two (laughs) which is ultimately better for me anyway How is your friendship more meaningful than your romantic relationships? Um, I'm going to change that or disagree with it, I guess. I think that friendships are important in a different way. Yeah. Than romantic relationships. They fill a different cup. Yeah. I find, like, m- if Sam is away, part of me is missing. <laughs> and- I can't. (laughs) And if my partner is away, part of me is missing sort of thing. So it's like, yeah. (laughs) crying. (laughs) So my, yeah, I would say that I think that friendships are really, really important because There's not that one, like, how am I trying to say this? Like, do you know what I mean? I haven't said it yet. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to give me a little something something more than that. I think friendships are so important because you can be so much more candid about things because you're not like actually sharing a life together. I mean, it does feel like Sam and I share a life together, I'll be honest. But it's it's so different than like a romantic relationship. So I think that it's important to be able to have a friend that you can like go to to vent about your like whatever your romantic relationship stuff you might not be comfortable talking to your partner about um, even right away like a, a way to be able to like. Formulate that conversation before it's even had with your partner and I think that um, Romantic relationships are obviously important because I think like love and partnership is important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I feel like it's important to have friendships outside of romantic relationships because I, I think that like a lot of people um When they get into like romantic 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 relationship It's so easy to just be like all about that one person kind of thing But I really do think that like there's like a balance needed there of mm-hmm. you know also having like outside people because like you need someone to talk to you will have some kind of something to say about your partner at some point like you will have some kind of irritant (laughs) or you know you guys got into an argument or whatever and like you need to like bounce like just like talk to someone or vent or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's important to like have that outside of your partner because if you don't have you know anyone that's close to you and I feel like I've I've because like I moved away from high school right away you were living like really far away. We weren't super close before we started living together. Um, and I don't have a lot of other close friends because I started being an influencer when I was so young. So I was just like immediately working yeah. in my own house by myself. And so when I would get into relationships, it was super lonely because mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't have anyone to talk to. And, you know, like as much as like obviously I can talk to my parents and stuff like that. It's also it's it's a hard balance because you also don't want to change your parent's opinion of your partner yeah for sure which is which is hard mm-hmm. so you know it's I think that like it's essential to have like those outside friendships yeah and so what was the question <laughs> <laughs> um I think the question was how or are friendships important. more important than yeah romantic relationships yeah yeah I think they're important in conjunction with <clears throat> yeah you know? for sure yeah so. and I think it's fun too like usually your friends you and your friends have, like, very similar interests. They can't, you can't have, like, opposite interests for sure. But I think, like, because you're more likely to go out and do things together, you have this, like, these similar yeah. interests. Whereas your partner and you, like, may only have, like, a couple things in common, but for some reason it works, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and so it's nice just to friggin' have fun. Well, and also, like, you know, being able to spend time apart, too, I think is important as well. Yeah. Like, I think, um, you know, like, the things that I'll do with Matt is different from the things that, like, I'll go and do with you. Yeah. So... If YouTube ceased to exist tomorrow, what career path would you pursue? Would you, too, pursue? Ooh. Hmm. Um... I guess it depends, like, how set up financially I am. (laughs) Well, it's tomorrow, right? Yeah. Okay, I'd try to figure out how I'm going to pay my taxes. Okay. (laughs) That would be, like, a real concern. Um, Instagram still exists, though. Oh, Instagram still... Instagram's useless. I like Instagram. It's not what it used to be back in my day. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I guess I would keep doing the Instagram thing, then. I was, like, (laughs) ready for, like, a full... Okay, we'll do the full. Okay, fine. I would... (laughs) Become a tree farmer? Would you? I don't know. I'd kind of like to. I'd probably go back to school. Realistically, okay. I'd probably go back to school, um, either for like environmental law or. Okay, you're going to law school. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll see you in ten years. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like I, I'd like to do something involved with the environment. Mm. I think that would be cool because I think that like um, we can obviously like do as much as we can within our house and whatever like you can commit to different things um but i'd like to know how i can do something like drastic substantial yeah you know yeah like i want to go argue with some people about it okay that's yeah. Fair. yeah that's probably what i would do what about you do you think you sorry do you think you could like stand up in court and argue in court hell yeah you could do hell yeah damn because like okay here's the thing i don't like confrontation with like friends like I don't like like calling like friends out on shit very often like that's like not a comfortable situation for me and if it's things that like I ultimately don't really care about like someone cutting in line in front of me at a grocery store I would just be like okay like and (laughs) I would just you know be fine with it um but when it's things that like I like truly like deeply believe in watch the fuck out yeah I really like confrontation on other people's behalf I will have to say do you yeah like when that guy yeah this is the thing like when that okay I I think that it's you though is like the (laughs) static thing because like somehow I become like this like woman who can deal with every spider in the world for some (laughs) reason and also stand up to security guards at like Saks Fifth Avenue you know what I mean but like I guess yeah I like it in that sense where like I'm sticking up for somebody else But I I don't actually often do it for myself anymore. I used to be very different. Yeah. But no. How come why do you think you stopped for yourself? Um Well, I don't I still stick up for myself, I would say in like certain ways, but I think that I just had this like chip on my shoulder and I think it just like fell off one day. I don't know. I think I maybe started liking myself maybe. <laughs> I don't <laughs> All right. It's hard to say because I think I think for a really long time I was just so angry. Oh, Okay, like I was very angry at like people in my life, you know, the world, like myself. And I think once I started taking away some of that anger, I stopped needing to be angry at people. Yeah, that <laughs> sort makes sense. of thing. But I do not like seeing like even minor injustices. I'm like, Is <laughs> <you know?" laughs> like that time that I yelled at the the taxi people I told that story on my channel never mind I thought it was a podcast (laughs) (laughs) um not the taxi people it was um this person was getting mad at the person hailing taxis because she wasn't doing it fast enough and I was like are you really that busy no shit (laughs) these people are working their asses off shut your fucking wait wait what would your thing be (laughs) um oh actually I haven't even told this yet I would be a yoga teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like people still think that I'm pursuing acting, which is like totally fair because I haven't really talked about it. But I'm And actually- it is still in the description <laughs> of the yeah. podcast. I, I, I guess mean, we, we should change, change that. that. Um, but I did stop <laughs> pursuing acting. It's still like one of my passions for sure. I still really, really like the art of acting. Like it's... It's like very hard, though. <laughs> not the like, actual acting part, just it's hard being in the industry. So um, I feel like I need to elaborate more, because like, I'm not getting my point across properly. Um, I, I don't feel like it's hard in the industry. as like, you don't get jobs, you don't get this. It's like, I'm just thinking about like, people updating their Facebook statuses, and they're like, really hard day. And people are like, what's going on? And they're like, don't want to talk <laughs> Yeah, <about this."> yeah. <laughs> Let me be vague. It's the attitudes. That's the main thing. It's really hard for me to be in that kind of environment with the attitudes and stuff like that. Well, and the industry's hard anyways. Mm -hmm. And then I think on top... Like, it's hard to, like, get into the industry and get work that, like, you're wanting to be doing and, Mm -hmm. you know, all that. And then on top of that... Yeah. It's like... Yeah, I couldn't... I don't think I could do it. Yeah. So I really still respect actors and I respect acting. And I would take a class, for sure, if I had the time. But, um, yeah, I just got accepted into my yoga teacher training <laughs> even though some people didn't think that i should who i won't name on the podcast <laughs> but uh five years ago when i lived in vancouver that's what i wanted to do i wanted to be a yoga teacher at uh it was called moksha yoga back then but it's moto now um and then i think i brought it up to sam like pretty recently and she was like yeah so do it and then I talked to her again, and she was like, yeah, so apply, and then I applied, and then I got accepted, and then I paid my tuition, and here we are. There you go. So I would be a yoga teacher because that's what I'm going to school for. There you go. Oh, weird question, actually. Okay. You and Sam are at different stages of your career. Does that ever create issues in your friendship? Hmm. Hmm. My knee-jerk reaction is to say no, but I don't... How do you feel? Well... I was just thinking like so I wear a few hats um, (laughs) and so I feel like because I do the podcast with you we're not at different right points you know what I mean so it feels like very much equal I think so and then like your stuff that you do outside of this it's separate it's separate the stuff that I do outside of this is separate so like I don't really yeah I don't like spend a lot of time thinking about that that's interesting yeah I feel like it like typically it you would think it would come from me because i'm earlier on in this you know what i mean in the social media game and i like don't feel jealous like i feel um uh like proud and i think it's amazing (laughs) and i would love to work my way there at some point but i think i think for me the way that i view jealousy is you is i if i'm jealous of something it's because i don't understand how they got there like you don't have context yeah Mm -hmm. and so i have the context like i've i've seen how hard you've worked and how much time you put in and um how you were like an innovator in your industry and stuff like that and so it's like to me it's not like well you don't deserve it it's like why i understand why you got there and why i'm not there because (laughs) this is how it is um so no i don't think it creates like any issues in our
1: Fre- yeah. friendship.
0: Literally, like, basically nothing creates issues in our friendship currently. Well, and I also think that, like, we don't really talk about work much at all. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like we don't True. like, save for like, every now and again, I'll have like, a little emotional breakdown. Yeah. Um. Or I'll be like, I'm spread too thin. But yeah. like, I we don't like, really we talk about like, so many other things than work. Yeah. And I, we just like, Again, it just comes down to respect, man. We just, like, I feel like we respect each other. So, like, this isn't the same as the question, but, like, if there's videos to edit or whatever, it's just, like, you know, we give each other a heads up. Yeah. The time frame that it needs to be done or whatever, and we don't have unrealistic expectations of each other, and we understand if the other one's having a hard day sort of thing. So, it's, like, in those scenarios, you could see, like... It's pretty lax. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, like, okay, whatever. (laughs) There hasn't been an issue yet. (laughs) <laughs> do you and sam have any boundaries with each other in regards to friendship slash work um mm. uh, i wouldn't say well i don't know I've, if we do i'm not like where yeah, <laughs> i want to say no like, uh, yeah I, I don't think that we have like very like clear-cut boundaries but i know that like we like, I think like sometimes how I talk can be kind of like callous because like I've worked on my own for so long. Mm. So I think when we first started talking on the po- or yeah. when we first started working on the podcast, rather, um, sometimes like I, <clears throat> I just like, I don't really, th- I don't want to say I think without speaking, but just like I am not used to being in an environment where like I have to be really conscious of like how I'm talking right. to my coworkers and stuff. So I think that like that's just something that like I've tried to be more conscious of. Yeah. One, I'm like, I can be, like, sensitive as well. So I think just getting to know each other, like, how each other works. Yeah. Like, what the best way to communicate with each other is. But also, that was, like, a very short-lived, like, time. Yeah. Like, it's been totally fine for, I would say, like, 10 months now. We've only had the podcast, like, 12 months. Yeah. No, longer. Anyway, it was, like, maybe, like,
1: well, It was, a like, a, yeah, like, a week. Yeah, like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't say that we have boundaries. Like, we... I mean, like, invisible boundaries of, like, respect each other and be kind to each other and yeah. that kind of thing. But we talk about basically everything and anything. Well, and I think, too, like, like we have, like, boundaries in that, like, we are, again, like, understanding of one another and we I, – I think we're pretty conscious. Like, yeah. I can usually tell if you're having a bad day. I can yeah. usually tell if you're, like, needing some, like, time, like, alone or, mm-hmm. like, whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that, like, we – try to be conscious of those things as well yeah it's actually crazy how like non-verbal we're able to be yeah. with each other like we just like feel each other's energy and we're like okay this is like a <laughs> yeah okay i see what's going on here. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> so interesting and it, you know what's interesting about that is it it's weird to me when now that other people don't catch on to those cues and i'm like how do you not know yeah like it's i'm obviously not interested in what you're saying <laughs> Uh, (laughs) i guess it's just a special thing somebody asked do you feel pressured to get married etc since sam and matt and other people are Mm. you know when sam and matt got married i definitely noticed that i wasn't (laughs) i noticed a lack of weight on my uh, (laughs) ring finger yeah (laughs) and actually at that time i was very newly single so it was like it was even more apparent (laughs) but it didn't I I don't feel pressure to get married and I really am appreciative of that. Like my family has never pressured me to get married or have kids. Like literally not even once have they been like, when are you going to have kids? Yeah. Which is also really nice for me. Um, But I do want to get married one day and I... (laughs) I'm not getting any younger <laughs> so eventually I would like to get married but I also think so, that, uh, no, Jeff. <laughs> no, no. I just I think that it's important to like be at a, a place in your relationship where you're like okay like you know it's a it's a legal contract at the end of the day like mm-hmm. it's gonna be expensive for my lawyers to drop those contracts okay <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm only paying them once um no, I'm just kidding. But I would like to get married and know that it's gonna last. Yeah. Um, and I know that there's obviously a possibility that people can outgrow each other or fall out of love and stuff like that. It's it is what it is, but I would rather do everything in my possibility to make sure that like, you yeah. know, we're at a place where we feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, so do I want to get married? Absolutely. Do I feel pressured to? No. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, someone asked, is there a topic you would love to talk about but aren't comfortable slash knowledgeable on? all of them yeah (laughs) I would say yeah we um we're having this conversation kind of recently um but I do feel like a little bit more like like the longer the podcast has gone on the more that I'm like are we really equipped to be talking about this are we really you know because like obviously uh, the first season was us talking about a lot of things that like pertaining to us specifically like Mm -hmm. our experience with mental illness our experience with all these different things and so um you know it was like a little bit different but as we branch into other topics it's it's hard because we want experts but it's it's not like super easy to get like guests lined up for the podcast yeah I Um, think that like Joe Rogan makes it look easy but sure it's easy when you have a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify (laughs) yeah yeah and like I, I think that you know it's it's time consuming we both work outside of that um outside of the podcast and it's hard getting people lined up and obviously with COVID, it makes it a lot more difficult too because you have to be, it makes the editing like a lot more time consuming, yeah. um, which, you know, like that's, that's just we don't have to get it. into it, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's lots that I feel and, and, and I mean, the thing is too, like we've talked about so many times, like we don't want to be doing any harm through the podcast like Mm -hmm. we want it to be (laughs) we're gonna (laughs) be addressing the camera um you know like we we want this to feel safe and comfortable for everyone that's listening to it um we don't want to ostracize anybody and so it's you know like just just trying to be conscious of things that like like the language we're using and how we're talking about um you know, like, gendered terms and Mm -hmm. different crap like that. You know what I mean? That, like, it's, like, I have to, like, learn and be more conscious of because, like, I, it's not second nature to me. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, like, all those things are just, it it makes it trickier to to talk about stuff. Yeah, one, I think, too, for me, like, I... We, because we're talking about so many different things, it's really easy to run the risk of spreading misinformation and not on purpose. For sure. Yeah. Like even if you just misquote something, you know what I mean? And I don't want to be a source for that. And I know that it's like a possibility and like mistakes are bound to happen. And we just take account accountability when it does happen. If it does happen, when it does happen, whatever. Um, but it's a lot more comforting to have an expert on or you know a guest For on sure. that is like has focused on that their entire career because they're so much less likely to make those mistakes it's just a little leaf. <laughs> I know we're really scared about spiders in this house because there's like <laughs> we're very much on edge yeah don't don't try coming to this house is spider fortress mm-hmm. it's like our attack spiders yeah um yeah so if it was a lot easier to get guests, hundred percent I think that we would talk about all of these other Topics that are really important to us and important to you guys, but um, we really need to do so like responsibly. Yeah, and sometimes it's just hard; it's just not as accessible as one might think. And it's just like as well, you know, like as the podcast grows up, and gets older. It's been a year, but it feels like it's been so much longer. I know. <laughs> like I think because like the podcast is like it's it's an undertaking, you know, like it's an additional thing that we're doing, and mm-hmm. like it feels like it's been so much longer, but. Um, as it gets older, too, it's kind of like, what direction do we want to take it in? Like, right. how do we, how do we want to like shape approachable in the future? And you know, what do we want future seasons to look like and whatever? And yeah, because that's the thing too, is it doesn't always have to be exactly like making this topic approachable. It can be like what, whatever. Yeah, you know, fun stuff. Aliens in Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. I rewatched that. Fucking countless times while I was (laughs) editing. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. True shits. Oh, I think that's it for us. I need a nap. I actually might go to the gym instead and then just like come home and actually go to bed for real. Pass out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Your sleep schedule might be all fucked. Well, it is. It is. Anyway. But honestly, when I start my yoga teacher training, I have to get up at five anyway. Yeah. I mean, maybe Grunt's just like preparing you. Yeah, he's preparing me for the yoga teacher life. I mean, that's <laughs> probably how you're going to have to cope with that. Yeah. By believing that. All right. <sighs> Thank you guys so much for joining us for another season. We're so excited to be back. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>